In my line of work, you got to keep repeating things over and over and over again for the truth to sink in. To kind of catapult the propaganda. It's time for the August 11th edition of Weekly Signals Weekly Review, a free-form mash of current events compiled from the world's remaining newspapers and blogs at nathancallahan.com and ripped with moral clarity from Harper's Magazine at harpers.org. I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Caspar. And now the news. Bombings in Baghdad in northern Iraq killed 47 people. They have a lot of bombings. If this had happened like seven years ago, this would be the lead story everywhere. Yeah, it would be. But it, you have to come here to Weekly Signals. <clears throat> yeah. To hear about bombings. Yeah. It, no one. I never hear anyone talk about the war in Iraq anymore on yeah. mainstream. Uh-uh. Never. It obliterated the bombings. An entire village, uh, I was named Kanzna, uh-huh. Kasna, yeah. near Mosul. Prime Minister Nouri al-Maliki ordered that U.S. troops stop manning Baghdad's green zone entry points. So that was kind of a big deal. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, St- yeah, stop manning. Yeah, the ch- they're not at the entry points of the green zone anymore. Are you with us today? Yeah. Did what? you sleep at all last night? No, why? why just because, uh, yes, I'm not <laughs> hesitating. Yes, I, I heard what you said. They are not manning the checkpoints anymore. You have longer. to see the look in his eyes to uh, understand I, what I'm saying. Ah, yeah, they are now controlled solely by Iraqis. Mm hmm. Well, that's, then, that's news. That is news, and uh, I would say I would not want to be stationed in the green zone at this point mm-hmm. if I were an American uh, Why diplomat. Is that? I just you don't think the Iraqis can do it. I just don't. Th- I think that there are a lot of compromised Iraqis who have loyalties that go beyond oh, protecting Americans uh, who, who have who have bombed and devastated their country since 1991. Why yeah. don't they have some clearances over there? Well, I'm sure there are people that can be trusted, but... What do you mean by that? To protect the Americans in the green zone, yeah. You're so racist. I guess I am. Eric Prince, the head of Blackwater, remember him? Yeah, I do. Yeah. And his employees may have killed or ordered the killing of people suspected of cooperating with federal investigators probing their activities. This was according to an affidavit filed in federal court. And meanwhile... Two former Blackwater employees allege that Prince views himself as a Christian crusader tasked with eliminating Muslims and the Islamic faith from the globe. Yeah. Are you a member of Prince's organization? I, uh, you know what? Um, I'm beginning n- to think that you are. Yeah, I might be. Meanwhile, yeah. President Obama it, uh, extended a contract with Blackwater for more than $20 million for security services in Iraq. Yeah, Jeremy Scahill has been doing terrific work. He yeah. wrote the book on Blackwater, has been talking about this uh, quite a bit, That uh, about Eric Prince. His family is, is mega rich, uh, yeah. right-wing or right-wing evangelical, uh, really nutcases. Uh, he has made no secret of his disdain for the, for the Muslims and Islam and all the rest of it. So it's come no surprise that uh, the people in his organization are shooting, indiscriminately shooting people in Iraq. Yeah, and that this is uh, why there is not a congressional investigation. Why this guy isn't under arrest is the real story here. Why he isn't? Why hasn't he been investigated? He has obviously been. Uh, he's give, a player. He is a player. I mean, he's he's the head of one of the largest mercenary armies in the world. Yeah, and we're we're not talking about this at all. The fact that we're, we're talking about it, we are. But the people are not in the mainstream press are not talking about. We're, we are moving troops from Iraq into Afghanistan and Pak and the Pakistan theater, but we're 
leaving in place thousands of these paid mercenaries who have made a mission out of killing innocent Iraqi. Yeah, when we're withdrawing troops, we're not withdrawing these mercenaries. That's right. And, and they, at times, outnumber the troops. Yeah. And there's nothing to prevent Blackwater or the U.S. from engaging more mercenaries in the country. Yeah. At the height of the war, uh, militarily, personnel-wise, when the Americans had 140 or 150,000 troops, there were 135,000, 140,000 paid mercenaries. Um, no, you just said we had 140,000 troops. At one point. In, and in, we had 140,000 mercenaries. About, yeah. yeah. It was almost equal. Wow. Iranian President Mahmoud Ahmadinejad was sworn in for the second term. Mm-hmm. That's great news. That is great news. Yeah. Yeah. Ahmadinejad took the oath of office nearly eight weeks after his victory is in disputed national elections that sparked a wave of protests. What were those protesters all upset about I anyway? I don't remember. That was so many, so long ago. I mean, I don't remember any of that stuff. We he, did recognize. I mean, after all, he got 80% of the vote. Yeah. It, yeah. yeah. I mean, what, He's who, a popular he's guy a popular over guy. there. It's just uh, those... Uh, uh, was Al Gore, he did, was he running against Aminajad? Uh, was that what happened? Is that why people disputed election? Was that what yeah, happened? Yeah, he said something stupid like he invented the internet and yeah. everybody went crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That happens. Hillary Clinton met Jordan's foreign minister, Nasir Jadeh, mm-hmm. I think that's right, at the State Department, where she criticized Israel for convicting more than 50, or evicting, not convicting. Yeah, evicting. Evicting more than 50 Palestinians from their homes in East Jerusalem. Said it was regrettable, I believe. Well, which she, is about which is about the strongest thing that the Americans say to the Israelis. They say regrettable a lot. Yeah, yeah. it's regrettable. <laughs> what, does what is that? that? How, what can is you that? punish something for doing? I don't know. So, someone for doing regrettable. something regrettable. Yeah, I do something regrettable every day. You know, I'd, <laughs> what Hillary Clinton would have a field day if yeah. she just followed me around. Yeah, the regrettable yeah. situation is is that since nineteen sixty six, so we're now into our forty third, forty fourth year. Of an occupation of a of a country, of a of a territory, the occupied territories, and Israel, the Israelis. Yeah, it's regrettable, isn't it's it? It's tragic. And the Israelis are at this point still unwilling to even discuss uh, some sort of an yeah. accommodation of the Palestinians. Yes, yeah. try tragic on for over size, uh, forty years Hillary. of this. Forty Add that word to your years. Vocabulary. The Pentagon announced the head of U.S. and NATO forces in Afghanistan will not be requesting more troops in his long-awaited strategy review. Now, this is the key to the story in his long-awaited strategy review. Okay. If you just chop that sentence off, that part of that participle off, this sentence is not true. Because uh, the military says that uh, Stanley McChrystal, he's the, the head oh, there, could still ask for troop increases through separate channels. I know. What are separate channels? Well, it means yeah. we're not going through the NATO. Yeah, we're not going to. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's uh, you're right. It's, what this means is we're going to request our troops not through the, uh, in this strategy review, period. Right. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to mention it there, but later on I might mention it. And people actually sit in meetings listening to this crap and go, uh-huh. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh, yeah. Oh, well, yeah, that, right. sure. That's perfectly reasonable. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, even, yeah, there's another story this week about he has said we need more troops. Oh, yeah. yeah I mean, he, he wanted to d- double them. Yeah. Yeah. And then he well, said- Well, he's getting well, pressure to double the amount. Yeah. And I don't know if he does, but there's certainly a lot of the people who want- to win the war in yeah, Afghanistan. Maybe he doesn't, because he called uh, Vietnam War historian Stanley Carnot, mm. and he uh, asked for uh, advice regarding the war. Really? Yeah. Oh. And what uh, Carnot said was the main lesson he learned from Vietnam was that we shouldn't have been there in the first place. <laughs> so, 
Well, yeah. we've already we've already uh, you know <laughs> kind of crossed over and uh, that we've already jumped the shark on that one, as they say. That's true. Yeah, that's something that really happened. That really did happen. Yeah. Four million people, four million Vietnamese died. About one hundred and fifty-eight thousand Americans. And died. we shouldn't have been there in the and first place. We shouldn't place. have been there in the first place. Well, I wish we thought of that nineteen. Oh, I don't know, fifty-five, yeah. fifty-six, fifty-seven. Yeah. By Tula Masood, who is accused of organizing scores of attacks against inside Pakistan, I should say, including the assassination of former Pakistani Prime Minister Benazir Bhutto. Everybody's been accused of that. Yeah, you know, this one just seems to. Yeah. Okay, go ahead, finish. Because well, I was going to yeah, say, yeah. he was claimed to have been killed in a U.S. drone attack. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I read the story and I thought, well, let me look at this. You okay. know, this is like last week when yeah. he killed in drone attack. I'm yeah. thinking, I don't want to post this story unless I look more than just one one so, reference in. Yeah. So I, I kept looking around and yeah, you know, he's killed. Well, he's, he's killed. He should be killed. He looks like he's killed. They didn't have a body or anything, no. but everybody was saying he's killed. And he was the, the Taliban yeah. commander in Pakistan, am I, right? Yeah. Okay. yeah. And, and then the next day, Apparently, he called. <laughs> he called AP <laughs> by the, by the and way. said, ah, "I didn't get yeah, killed." And, and then, the following day, there's a story that says nothing in regard to that, but it said that the the AP was called by one of his deputies and not by him. Well, that's not what the report said. I know. Yeah, I know. Yeah. There's there's many reports. The, report saying the report said, that yeah, you yeah, read yeah. said that he called. Yeah. So I looked up this morning just okay. to be sure, because yeah. I wanted to be sure, you know, when I read this story, if what had really happened here, mm-hmm. at least according to reports. And the latest report mentions nothing about him calling the AP, but that one of his deputies called the AP. Which and, which could be true. Yeah. I mean, it, 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 his deputy could have called the AP. And said he's, and said, and said something, but he dead. said, according to the report you po- posted on, on NathanCallan.com, yeah. was that the, the reporter said he re- it, was, it was a reporter who recognized yeah, his voice. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So. I don't get this. Well, I don't know. I, I, and the other part of this I, is there's something uh, sort of uh, op, op, psych op about this op uh-huh. th- to say we got the guy who killed Benazir Bhutto. Every like you said, everybody's yeah. cl- they're claiming that everybody they kill was involved in the plot to to uh, to kill that killed Benazir Bhutto. But so this sounds like because there's an awful lot of speculation that Bhutto was killed by people yes. friendly to the United States, yes, the ISI and, uh-huh. and others, and all there's all kinds of stories. So if you can assign the death to somebody else and say, well, that one's taken care of. We already know who did that. We don't have to look at that anymore. Yeah. I don't. Uh, two American journalists were freed from North Korea. Yeah. They returned to the U.S. That would be Yuna Lee and Laura Ling. Mm-hmm. They kind of sound like cartoon characters <laughs> to me. <laughs> Yuna Lee and Laura Ling of Current TV. That would be Al Gore's TV station. Yeah. Yeah. Were accompanied by former President Bill Clinton, who traveled to North Korea to win their release. I heard that a lot of people were involved in the actual release, and, and Bill was pretty much, you know, the... the figurehead. Yeah. He was, he was the dumb blonde that went around, you know, that, so that... Uh, oh, good. I mean, Young Neil yeah. could go. Yeah. Ooh. Did you that picture? You saw <laughs> the picture. Not Elvis, but close. <laughs> close enough. Yeah. But you did see the picture of them yeah. sitting there in front, of, <laughs> yeah. in front of the 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 big picture of I don't know what it is. Some kind Talk of talk about fascist dictatorship uh, photography. Yeah. I well, mean, it, everything yeah. was so stiff, and they had these giant waves painted in the background, right. crashing. You know. That's so funny. Yeah. Well, I, I'm not a huge Bill Clinton fan, but you know, no good. I kudos to Bill, yeah, Bill Clinton for what he did, heading it up. If it gave Kim Il Jong the the uh, the the tingling in his legs that he needed yeah, to to good. get to get this done, by all means. And I I was uh, I don't know which one it was, Laura Ling or Yuna Lee, 
Mm-hmm. But she had gave a nice speech. Yes, she I brought see. tears to my eyes. Yeah. I thought it was good. I think it was I Laura, but happy. yeah, yeah, that was very nice, yeah. very touching. Yeah, and then of course, you know, the right wing of Fox TV tries to find something well, amiss with the whole. Well, Josh Bolton it, said yeah. that we were <laughs> capitulating and yeah. coddling a, a a dictator, and this would only make things worse, and he would be emboldened, and the United States looks foolish, and. No, we brought two people home at no cost. It was yeah. a personal, by the way, this was not a State Department-sponsored um, event. Yeah. This was something that was put together by private citizens. Bill Clinton acting as a private citizen was very clear. It was all financed by private money. Yeah. He went over there and got yeah. it. The U.S. pledged increased support for the Somali government in its conflict with Islamic rebels. That would be uh, Secretary of State Clinton. She also warned Somali's neighbor, Eritrea. Yeah. Eritrea, yeah. Eritrea, yeah. sorry about that. Uh, against support for the uh, militant group Al-Shabaab. Or is it Al-Shabaab? <laughs> I don't know. Al-Shabaab. It sounds like... Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, whatever sounds like it is. Polly Shore it, has <laughs> got hold of them, you know? Uh, yeah. You know, I got to say, Hillary's everywhere. She's getting around. I, yeah. I got to give... Uh, I don't know exactly what's going I don't haven't had the time to analyze what U.S. foreign policy is. Basically, with her imperature on it, but uh, seems like she's really thrown herself into it. I, I, I will say, she's uh, yeah. She, I mean, she's Clinton. talking about the Israelis. She's yeah. talking about the, the Africa. You know what's going on in Somalia. And the, the great regret she, she felt, though, was that we weren't a signatory on the eternal, yeah. in, international criminal court. That was a good story. Yeah. I mean, a good news item, and I'm glad to see that she's saying that. Yeah, she. Uh, this is a, a shift, a potential shift shift in our opposition to the International Criminal Court. We we have been not a member, right. and uh, we, Ms. Clinton said uh, she has great regret that we're not. Far and away, the most important country to not sign on to the International Criminal Court, Yeah, by far. And our lack of participation undermines the very essence, the very mission of the International Criminal Court, and the fact the United States is making some noises about signing on. I'm sure with an awful lot of caveats, but at the same time, we need to be participants in this so we can bring George Bush and Dick Cheney and Donald Rumsfeld to justice, if nothing justice. else. Yes. I'd Why love... don't we just... We should have taken them to North Korea and done an exchange. <laughs> exchange. Yeah. I think we could have pulled that deal off. Uh, I think you're right. Yeah. I think I would have. I'd have taken that deal. A plan to expand the U.S. military presence inside Colombia is coming under increased criticism in Latin America. Oh, this is going to be bad. Yeah. This is going well, to be bad. Well, we don't know it's going to be bad yet. Uh, uh, I know you're hoping for no, it. No, I'm not bad. hoping, but I know where it's going. Colombia agreed to grant U.S. forces the use. This is a little bit of background oh. here. This happened about a month ago. They agreed to uh, grant U.S. forces the use of three military bases for anti-drug operations while also allowing hundreds of troops and private military contractors inside its borders. But it sounds like more to me, the mili- the ant- it's not anti-drug operations, it sounds like drug operations to me. That's exactly in, right. In addition to uh, trying to get some forces down there so we can put pressure on Hugo Chavez and, and people we don't like. Yeah. Uh, that yeah. Bring- Speaking of Chavez, he said... That'd be Venezuela's president, Hugo Chavez. Yeah. Hugo, what did I call him? No, no, no. I'm going to say Hugo Chavez. Yeah, I'm did saying I call it from him Hugo. You probably did. I'm just saying it because I like to say his name. Oh, Hugo. Yeah, said the bases could spark a South American war, and uh, Evo Morales, that'd be Bolivian's president, another communist, <laughs> said he would seek a regional display of opposition. What does that mean? 
Is he going to set up fireworks or have a, a this, flag twirling competition? I mean, this is, um, Colombia is far and away the most uh, militarized state in South America. Yeah. More military, more firepower, more craziness, more drugs, more mo- uh, money floating around that God knows where it goes and who's got it and all the rest of it. And into this breach sp- sp- uh, steps the United States with its military spring of might. Yeah, military might. And God knows we want to take out Chavez so badly. He's got so much oil we want so badly. And plus, we do not want a toehold on, on the continent of people who believe in redistributing wealth. For God's sake, we cannot have that. So uh, that's why the they want to take up Morales. Here in the U.S., yeah. the Obama administration indicated it could miss a self-imposed January deadline to close the military prison at Guantanamo Bay. Yeah, darn it. Yeah. Uh, also, opponents of and advocates for health care reform stepped up their media campaigns. Angry citizens led by industry front groups, former Swiss boat veterans for truth organizers, and Rush Limbaugh shadowed down Democratic lawmakers at town hall meetings across the country. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They were yelling. President Obama confirmed a deal with drug companies, promising yeah. not to make them cut drug costs by more than $80 billion. Drug companies promised to spend more on TV ads supporting Obama's plan. They, that's more money than John McCain spent on TV ads in his entire presidential campaign. Yeah, this, the deal, just so I want to make sure people understand, the deal is is that the, the, the chip, big chip on the table for the U.S. government is the ability to negotiate great deals because they yeah. buy so much, so much, so many drugs, so much prescription medications and all the rest of it that we have tremendous leverage. And that's been uh, something that we've wanted, uh, we've needed, uh, and the, and the uh, big pharma and the, and the medical industry does not want. Yeah. And now we've taken, according to this report, we've taken that off the table. However, I believe Nancy Pelosi said something completely different. Nancy Pelosi said, no, yeah. it's, that's still on the table. We're going to go forward with that as part of our, of, of our bill. Right, you are. Is that right? Am I, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Congress said they're not going to yeah. they're not going to abide by whatever Obama said well, good in for regard them. to this. Good for them. The rate of threats against Obama, meanwhile, increased 400 percent since he took office. Obama is a target of 30 potential death threats a day. A day. Uh, a new study says the number of Americans owning more than their home is worth, owing more than their home is worth, will see a major rise in the next two years. It's almost 50 percent, yeah. or will be almost 50 percent. In California, the state prison system was ordered to reduce its population by 27% within two years. Mm-hmm. And then uh, just this weekend, we had a prison riot at a prison where 6,000 men were being held in a facility designed for 3,000. So I think there's something to be said for this. They're saying that there was racial tension yeah. there. But I, I think you increase racial tension when you double the amount of well, people. Well, that, that's that, are that is to be just somewhere. about right. That's just about right. When I was doing my prop sixty six stuff, we, the, the that time two thousand and four, the California prison population was at one hundred and ninety two percent of the capacity yeah. of the prison system. So that was five years ago. It it only has gotten worse. Ah, Massachusetts. Massachusetts public health officials warn parents of young children to avoid storing infant formula or breast milk in plastic bottles contain, containing BPA. That's been going on for a while, but yeah. they're starting to make an issue out of yeah. this. Yeah. Federal jurors convicted former Democratic Congressman William Jefferson of 11 on 11 of 16 counts in a corruption case. Yeah, that would be in 2005 when mm-hmm. this uh, stems from right. he, they raided Jefferson's home and found $90,000 wrapped in foil and stuffed in food containers in the freezer. God. He faces up to 150 years in prison. 
Okay. Uh, George Sadini, a 48-year-old computer analyst, shot 12 women at a gym near Pittsburgh, killing three and then himself. Christ paid for every sin. He reasoned on his blog. He's got a blog. He got these mass murders with blogs now. What's up? What what what's the blog they're on? <laughs> Don't know. Blogspot. Yeah. Yeah. Massmurder.blogspot.net. Every uh, Christ paid for every sin. He reasoned on his blog before the crime. So how can I or you be judged by God for a sin when the penalty was already paid? Well, yeah. There you go. That's the beauty of Christianity, isn't it? Though. We wash ourselves of all, we ab- absolve ourselves of all sin. Yep. We do. you have anything else you'd like to I add? I just want to this, say, uh, yeah, carnival? real quickly, uh, terrific article that can be accessed at NathanCalline.com, wow. C- Christopher Hedges' essay on the Obama administration so far, and how basically Ralph Nader had it right, that Obama is not the man who's going to lead us to the promised land. If you're a progressive, if you're a liberal yeah. progressive in this country— you and I, and I'm not you maybe, but I was duped. I feel duped. I feel increasingly more like... I wasn't duped. You knew what you were getting yeah, into. Yeah, no, you're right. I you wasn't duped. You have to take into account, and, been and you're going to yeah. just follow Hedges everywhere he leads. I, 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 the, the problem is, is at that point, it's easy to say we are duped now, if you believe that. But back then, remember what we no, were coming from. And yeah. there have been improvements. They're not the improvements, all the improvements we'd like to see, but there have been improvements. What is so distressing about what's going on right now is that, that this is an historic opportunity. Yeah. This is a once-in-a-lifetime confluence of events, economic, political, and social. And if not now, when? Yeah. I mean, this is the thing that frustrates me. I like Obama. I think what he's doing is generally okay. I'm fine with most of it. But the stuff I'm not okay with, I'm really not okay with. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like I'm really upset about the things that I think really matter he's not doing much about. And, and I, I feel like we're losing, it's slipping away an opportunity to really transform this country into something that's much more viable, sustainable than it than it is now in the current course it's on. Well, it points out, too, though, that it's naive to think that the president runs the country. Yeah, yeah. And finally, the use of antidepressant drugs in the United States doubled between 1996 and 2005. Weekly Signals Weekly Review is broadcast every Tuesday on KUCI 88.9 FM, Irvine, California. To learn more about Weekly Signals or to download the podcast, visit our website at weeklysignals.com. And be sure to visit nathancallahan.com for daily readings and feature articles. Until next week, I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Kaspar. And this is Weekly Signals.